Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have a great guest all the way from San Luis Obispo in the central coast of California. Welcome to the show, Adam Gower. Thank you so much for having me, Victor. It's a pleasure to be here. Great to have you here. So, Adam, you've been in this world of real estate investing and development for a number of years. Why don't you take a moment and give us a little bit of your backstory and how your journey took you from where you started to where you are today? Yes, thank you. I most certainly will. So, I'll try and make this a super short. I started in real estate in San Diego pulling wires for an electrician in uh, the early 1980s and very quickly started raising money from Japanese investors. I raised about 30 million in 80s money. So it was a lot of money in those days. Then the savings and loan crisis hit. So I moved to Japan, where I was hired by Universal Studios to uh, head up their uh, real estate in Asia Pacific. Came back here in the early 2000s and did my own developments. And then in 2007, sold everything. (laughs) So something going on in the market I was really worried about. And so I sold my portfolio. So I went into the last downturn with a lot of dry powder and ended up working for major banks and private equity funds on their portfolios of non-performing loans or collateralized by real estate. When the market picked up, and I did about, I transacted over a billion dollars, one deal at a time. So I actually saw during that time every way that a deal can go wrong, basically. Then uh, when the market picked up, I started to do some seed investing in tech startups. And at around that time, the Jobs Act was passed. And what the Jobs Act did in 2012 was it allowed, the first time in history, it allowed real estate developers to raise money online. And so I merged my lifelong skill of real estate investments and finance with the newly acquired skill of marketing online. And that was about five or so years ago. So what I do now is build sophisticated digital marketing systems for real estate developers so they can raise equity capital online. I love that. I love that. Well, you and I spoke before the show and I got a glimpse who some of your existing clients are and they're very highly respected developers in a number of different markets. And so I love what you're doing. What I thought what might be useful today, since this is your area of expertise, and I can imagine for the listeners at home thinking about how they're building their brand, building their network, maybe even doing a look at my website might be an interesting thing to look at and see if others can benefit and learn from that conversation. So Victor, I would absolutely love to go through your website. And the timing for this is extremely good. And the reason is that not only going through your website to explain what I would like to suggest, right? Some of the things that you can do that would really boost your distribution, but also for your listeners, uh, how they can get their message out there online as well so they can raise capital online or raise more capital online. But everything that I do is done from a studio a studio that I set up, a personal digital marketing studio. And the reason that that is so timely, Victor, perhaps you can guess why. 
so many people that I'm talking to at the moment, so this is serious times, are being told that they have to work from home, right? So suddenly they're finding themselves in their own studios at home with very weak systems. Like they know how to use the phone, they know how to use Zoom, but really the ability to communicate effectively is being driven home during these particularly hard times and it's likely to continue for a while. Let's jump in real quick. I've opened up your website and uh, I'm looking across the very top and the first thing that I notice obviously is your podcast. Now, we are doing an audio podcast. So with the podcast, the first thing that uh, you can do with that is to do what I call uh, content compounding. Content compounding is where you will take the audio. I'm taking a look, and I, I would recommend anybody that wants to. Unfortunately, it's not being video recorded. But if you go to uh, uh, victorjm.com, that's the website that I'm looking at. And I'm clicking on the, uh, the blog article uh, post here. So over here, I don't know how you create this content, but an amazing way of creating content is to take the podcast audio, have it transcribed, and then edit it into content, right? That becomes a thought leadership piece. So that's, that's one way. And out of, uh, well, these are short podcasts. My podcasts run about 40, 45 minutes. I can usually squeeze out 1,200 to 1,500 word articles, which starts to get pretty decent for SEO as well. So that's one thing. So let me jump in there. So on the weekday edition, those shows are largely scripted. In a five-minute show, it's about 850 words to produce five minutes of audio content. And I'm almost getting the show notes for free, not literally word for word, but pretty close. So if you click on the show notes for the podcast on the weekday shows, not the weekend, but on the weekday shows, you're getting pretty much word for word that the content of the... Oh, so you're putting the straight transcripts in here. It's a straight transcript. <clears throat> now, this has not been SEO optimized. We haven't gone in and done any keyword work on that, which would be the obvious next thing to do to make that uh, more searchable and give Google a better idea what's happening in that to make that more evergreen. Right. But there is something else that you can do with this. So for example, I am now on This Is Not The Flu. Yes. Uh, okay. So that was March the 9th. And I don't know how many words this is. This I'm guessing. Let's see. I'm just going <laughs> to, let's quit real quick because I'd like, like to know what these, I'm guessing probably around if it's probably 600 words or so, 684 words, right? So your transcript there is 684 words. That's a good blog length. But at the top of the page, you've got a podcast player, right? That's okay. But what you should create, if I may be so bold, is a gorgeous piece of cover art, a featured image that is aligned with your brand. So it will use your brand color, your brand font, and your logo. You've got an awesome logo here, right? And you create a piece of cover art that says, this is not the flu. And it might be branded for the podcast or not. It doesn't really matter. Then what you do is you post that on social media, that image on social media with a brief summary. It might just be the first line. Coronavirus is making headlines all over the world. Many people are thinking, et cetera, et cetera. Unprecedented moment in our history. 
read more now or read more, find out more, right? And then on that social media post, you would include a link back to this page. Now, the other thing that you're missing on this page, which is of critical importance, and think about this. Every time you're in any kind of meeting, when you're trying to generate business, there is always some kind of follow-up. You never leave a meeting, say, well, very nice to meet you, goodbye, right? You always say, very nice to meet you, I'll get you the document, or very nice to meet you, I'll have my assistant uh, send you something, or you're going to read this, or we're going to meet next week, or I'm going to introduce you to so-and-so. There's always some kind of follow-up in business. In the digital world, that's exactly what you want as well. And the way that you do that is you create a call to action. So you've got on this page, the closest you get is a play and listen to the, uh, the podcast. But what you really want in here is a lead generation form. The lead generation form will say, what's your name and email address? And in return for that, I'm going to give you a white paper. See this thing, raise all the capital you can use, magnetic capital. That looks like that's a book. You're probably selling that, I'm guessing. Let me click on that. Uh, so I'm just guessing that is a book. It is a book and it's for sale. All right, so maybe you could give away a chapter, right? Your publisher's probably going to let you give away a chapter. So you would, on that lead gen form, so you get a, the introductory chapter free, right? That explains this, that, and the other. That way you've got a lead gen form. So that's a couple things. One is a nice image that you rotate on social media and a lead generation form on this page. The other thing that you want to have on this page, it's easy to do in WordPress. At the bottom, you want to have a little list, maybe two or three, three ideally, uh, that would say uh, three more, you know, other, other related articles or other articles you may find of interest. Because what you want to do is to try and keep people engaged on your website for as long as possible in the hopes that they will buy something, right? Ultimately, right? Is what you want. Or at very least, give you their name and email address so you can now automatically send a sequence of emails that adds further value, right? This is just educational. As soon as they give you their name and email, you will then send them emails that will automatically be delivered to them. So you don't even have to think about it, right? It's entirely automated. Now, just taking a look at your blog articles, I have no idea how many you've got here. If you're doing one email, if you're doing one podcast a day, <laughs> that's 600 words a day, how long have you been doing it? So we're just breaking episode 800 on the podcast. 800 yeah. articles. Oh my goodness. So imagine if you had a gorgeous piece of cover art for every single one of those, the lead gen form on every single page, and you rotate that 800, you can now, so what you should be doing is rotating content about every six months. So with 800, that's figure 250, let's call it 200. So you could have four posts a day with interesting, original, evergreen content on every channel, right? And the important ones for you are going to be Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, rotating on those channels every single day. So you could have four posts a day going out on all of those channels, leading people back to your website and inviting them to give you their name and email address. Now, 
the biggest complaint that and we build these systems but just to be clear this is what we do the biggest complaint that my clients give me actually the only complaint so far touch wood right of course as soon as i say this i'm gonna get a torrent this afternoon but the one complaint that i get is after about three months i get emails from them saying adam i'm getting too many requests to connect on linkedin it is clogging up my inbox and we have to switch them to follow only it is an incredibly powerful way and you you have a content you got a little content machine there with with what you've got here oh absolutely and on the linkedin platform today i'm getting an average of between 10 to 12 connection requests a day so i'm sitting about 8000 connections now and of course growing yeah, so, and uh, let's have a quick look at uh, LinkedIn. So this is like doing this live. Unfortunately, you can't see it, but to what? M-E-N-A-S-E-E. -E. There we go. Um, we are not connected, so I'm going to go ahead and add to your, so instead of eight, you're going to get nine today. Right, there's another one now, uh, straight from me. So anybody that's listening, go ahead and connect with Victory. He will love you for it <laughs> forever. So we'll take a look and see what you've got in your activity over here. And you are rotating your podcasts. This one is from three weeks ago. So what I'm saying is that that's the third one down on your page, or third or fourth is a post that you've made three weeks ago. So what I'm saying is that with seven, 8,000 people that you've got now, you have to have a flow of high-value content that is branded to your podcast or to your platform. So people, they know that it's you, that it's from your website, etc. That is going to drive massive amounts of traffic. Let's have a look at this one. Yeah, so here's your podcast. What happens when I click on that? Oh, there you go. Oh, this takes me to Apple. I don't want, you see, so the, the link that you've got here to your podcast is redirecting to Apple. You spend a lot of time on this program right putting this podcast together a lot of work don't give all the traffic to apple the next one is castbox fm don't give them the traffic give it to yourself make sure that these links are coming back to your website not a, i'm scanning down here as we're talking not a single one has a link back to your website so that's how you create momentum with content right by the way, the entire thing, don't worry, you don't have to spend all your life doing this. It can be completely automated. That's the beauty of it. The whole system runs automatically. Once you set it up, it just runs on autopilot. So those are those kind of some high-level ideas. Uh, the other thing that I would say, and I did reference the uh, working from home thing, I actually recorded a podcast yesterday, and I do video podcasts, actually, Victor. And uh, they're a lot of fun to do. I really actually enjoy them. When I, I, I started with audio podcasts like you and uh, switched to uh, video at the beginning of last year and really enjoy them. You get to know people really well by video. And yesterday, my guest, the first thing they said to me was, goodness me, you have television quality video and it never really occurred to me i mean you should see the setup that i've got around me in my studio it's unbelievable but he asked me he said we have been restricted to working out of the house and it's so we don't have access to the resources on how the heck did you create that studio effect 
And I'm actually putting together a, a list, basically a description of exactly how to do it. Because people are having to work out of their houses, basically. And it takes time to figure out how to do it. And so it's an amazing opportunity. If you are not already engaged in digital marketing or content marketing, and you find yourself restricted to working out of your house because of what's going on in the economy at the moment and in the society at the moment, this is a great opportunity right now to figure out how to communicate digitally. It might just actually change your life. So I love what you're saying. And I started actually in video. Uh, if I go back a couple of years, I was producing usually a piece of video content a day or one every couple of days. And I found a couple of things that are a distinction between video and audio. With video, I found there was a lot more required in the form of setup, whether it's lighting, whether being in the right location. I travel extensively. And I found that in order to edit video, you need to do a lot more. You need multi-camera in order to get decent cut points and all of that sort of thing. And the investment to produce decent quality video is an order of magnitude higher than it is for audio, which is why I chose to go the audio route. You know, sometimes I'm producing a podcast episode from my sailboat in the off the coast of France. And, you know, people have no idea where in the world I am because I can literally produce that content from anywhere. With video, it's not as easy. Heck yeah, what are you talking? The best place to broadcast a podcast episode would be from a boat in the south of France. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that would, you would stand out in the world of podcasting like crazy. Look, I set up, you're right, there's definitely a little bit of an investment in it, but like anything, you got to invest a little bit of time. It took me to figure out what we do now. We do world-class content marketing for real estate developers, and it took me five years to figure it out. Now, we deliver that five years of education in 90 days to our clients. They get the highest possible degree of content marketing anywhere in the industry in 90 days. Once you've figured it out, the results that you can deliver are extraordinary. So I have, for example, I have four lights. I've got a mic uh, and a small webcam. And that's what I have. And everything switches on with a button. It's a shame we don't have video because I'd show you right now. And then what we also do is, uh, so my podcasts are longer. Interesting, actually, it's, as we're talking, you do one every single day. I actually broadcast one podcast a week, but I create usually anywhere between six and eight short videos for every podcast that we distribute on uh, YouTube and then on social media. So that's how I create my velocity. So I'll record one podcast and then from that, six or seven. You're actually just talking now as I continue to talk. I'm sorry, I told you, you've got to interrupt me. Uh, I've actually, I actually start to think maybe what I could do is to publish the short podcasts every single day rather than one long one a week. That might be an interesting way of going. I have to think about that. Maybe you'll see a change as a result of uh, this podcast. <laughs> maybe I'll do daily. Uh, but it's actually not that difficult. I have a editing video is not much different from uh, editing uh, audio if you've got the right tools. 
Yeah, I love that. So, so far, you've given me some very interesting ideas, some very interesting bits of feedback in terms of repurposing content. And uh, there's no question that that could definitely uh, bring a step up to what I'm delivering in terms of and, and the reach that that I'm able to deliver from the podcast. And I'll, I'll definitely take that to heart and sit down with my team and see what else we can do to uh, to automate a part of this process. It's not that difficult. And once you get it done, it isn't that difficult. I say that. It does take a little bit of time. But once you figure out the systems, it's incredibly powerful. Think of it this way. Every single thing that you put out online becomes an asset to you, right? If, if it's rotating automatically on social media, it's doing all the outreach for you. It's an asset. Simple as that. It's like cloning yourself. Yes, indeed. Adam, if, uh, if folks want to learn more, if they want to get in touch, what's the best way? Uh, so the best way is to go to gowercrowd.com. That's my last name, G-O-W-E-R, gowercrowd.com. And have a look around the site. There's massive amounts of information there. I've been describing how we produce it. I'm also on uh, LinkedIn and uh, Twitter and on Facebook and on YouTube. Usually if you just run Gower Crowd, you should be able to find it. And sign up for the newsletter and you'll uh, you'll be in touch that way. Fantastic. Well, Adam, it's been a very enlightening conversation. Uh, definitely we'll follow up and be in touch with you following today's recording. And for the listeners at home, definitely reach out to Adam at gowercrowd.com, G-O-W-E-R, crowd, C-R-O-W-D.com. And in the meantime, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.